back to another edition of the PegCast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Guelph Storm defenseman Clark Hebert. Clark, how are you today? Good, good. Yeah, things are going well. How are you doing today? Well, you know, good start to this early morning on a what's what's today's day on a July fifth Sunday morning. I would again thanks uh, Clark to come on this ever growing podcast of mine. Um, so let's get right into it. You know, lots of people have been watching Netflix during this coronavirus pandemic. What have you been doing during quarantine? Um, yeah, not a whole lot. Trying to stay off Netflix, and you know, it's tempting everyone pretty easy to turn on a show and just relax but trying to get outside trying to hang out with some friends just uh up at the cottage right now just enjoying some time off getting in the water stuff like that so yeah basically just trying to stay busy to change your pace but i'm enjoying it have you been watching any sports that have returned um honestly no not too too much it's pretty disappointing with uh nothing really to watch so uh unfortunately I can't watch too much right now. but yeah it is what it is so now, let's get into your story a bit here. Uh, who influenced you to start hockey? Um, well, my family played hockey growing up, so my dad liked to play hockey growing up, and uh, my older brother played uh, rep growing up as well, so I was just kind of thrown into it at a young age and then just kind of stuck with it ever since. What were some of your, what were some of your fondest memories uh, growing up as a hockey player? Um, man, I don't know. Probably I, I played house league when I was young, then I made the switch to rep. And there was a big adjustment. I just remember going to the rink every day instead of two to three times a week. And it was just a big jump, but I always enjoyed it and never really looked back. So that was always fun. And then from there, probably getting drafted was a pretty big accomplishment because it kind of felt like some hard work paid off. And uh, yeah, I definitely remember that first in my life. So those are probably some of my fondest memories. Is there a player uh, who, you want to, who you want to emulate or, you know, model your game after? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you always see those players up there, the great skaters, the great shooters, all those guys. Um, I mean, if I could pick a guy I want to be like, I like uh, Nylander a lot. I like, uh, he's obviously a forward, but I just like his skating. If I could replicate that as a defenseman, I think he could do some damage for sure in any league. So, Going with that, uh, you did grow up in Oakville. Uh, what NHL team did you cheer for? Um, I mean, it's the pretty basic answer. Everyone says it, but always, always a Leafs fan. I know, I know you're a Habs fan, so it's kind of tough. But yeah, I definitely like the Leafs just because it's the hometown, closest to home, and uh, never really had much success in playoffs recently. But I've always been cheering for them since a kid. So, well, you know, watching the Leafs uh, go up four-one is always uh, enjoyful. You know, joyful for me because especially when they went for four up four-one against the Habs, and then you know, Kisberry Kapanen did throw his stick, so that was. Uh, a whole uh, that unraveled well for me, you know, with the Habs coming back and winning. Uh, <laughs> I did believe the Habs uh, sw- swept the Leafs in this year's season series, so uh, it, you know, good for me. Um, and then the Leafs do play uh, Columbus in this year's play-in. Uh, how do you like uh, the NHL going with the twenty-four teams? Um, I mean, it is. Sorry, how do I like them going with the twenty-four teams? Yeah, you know, as an adjustment to rather the sixteen. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be different for sure. I mean, it's going to be cool to see. I'm going to enjoy watching it. I think what they're doing is probably for the best, and you got to kind of stick with it. But, yeah, it's going to be cool to see what happens in the future for sure. Now, would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today, you know, some of the successes you had, some of the challenges you faced? Yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of ups and downs, obviously. I mean, it was my first year in the league, so you just got to have a short memory. No one has a perfect season. Not everyone has bad games. So, you know, just got to – uh, once we get to bad moments, I have a pretty short memory, but 
yeah, it's definitely uh, a big adjustment. I played a, a notes in my first year junior, I think only one of few games. So you got to remember, it's just not about one season, right? It's kind of a grind. So got through the season, um, made some friends, had some good times, went to Burlington last season, played a junior A for the Cougars. And then, uh, yeah, just made the jump to Guelph. And uh, yeah, it's definitely been fun. There's obviously challenges, ups and downs in the road. And uh, you just got to enjoy them, enjoy the process. So. What did it mean for you to be drafted in the ninth round of the 2017 OHL draft? Um, yeah, it's definitely an accomplishment. Um, every, everyone wants to get drafted, right? That's the goal. Um, you can go the college route. You can go the OHL route. I always had my options open. Wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, but after playing two years of junior, I thought it would be after graduating, right? So I switched, I switched to Guelph once I graduated from high school. And I thought it would be cool to move out of the house, try something different, and uh, just see what happens. And I'm really happy with my choice. I, I made a lot of great friends on the team. I made a move into my Villa family, and now there's some good friends. So definitely don't look back. I can do school now part-time at Guelph, and it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun time for sure. So I haven't really looked back since signing with Guelph. You do stand at 6'2", 180 pounds. Uh, do you like to use your size to your advantage? Um, yeah, I try to. That's definitely one thing I think I can do more, maybe try to figure out in the off-season, trying to figure out how I can use my size to benefit me, maybe throw around the body a bit more. But, yeah, I definitely think it's better to be bigger, obviously, in the league with a lot of big bodies and a lot of speed. It's definitely good, to, especially as a defenseman, to have size for sure. So, yeah, I definitely try to – use my body to help me for sure in every situation. But uh, I think it's something I can still improve on for sure in my game. You said that you do school part-time with Guelph. Do you think that people forget that you are a student athlete? Um, I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm just like, I'm just a kid, right? So I'm still going to school. Hockey's not necessarily everything to me. So I still have a, a life outside of the rink. So yeah, I definitely am a student. I think everyone on our team is doing something school-wise outside of hockey so we still have our lives to worry about it's not just hockey 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 but yeah I think uh I think people can see that we're still students at the end of the day and they're not just hockey players but how do you deal with some of the challenges that come with balancing school and hockey yeah I mean it's definitely tough you're on the road a lot and you have a lot of uh road trips and not a lot of time to do your schoolwork. but it's always good to just bring your laptop and grind out whatever you need to do for school and uh School is definitely really accommodating. If, you, if they want to help you, they will. And if you ask for help, they're always going to be there to help you. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you get to get in what you – you got to get out what you put into it. So if you want to work hard at school, you can. And, uh, yeah, the coaches and uh, all the staff are really accommodating too. If you have some schoolwork, they'll help you out. And you can take your time to do whatever you need. So, yeah, it can go smoothly if you put the work in. What would you say is a typical game day for you? Um, yeah, so that's a good question. We start we usually around 7.30 games on Fridays at the Selena Center. So we'll wake up, we'll go to the rink. Everyone has to be there for 9 o'clock. We'll have a stretch. Or There's, there's high school students too, right? So the older yeah. guys will get to the rink early. And we will uh, have a little workout and a little pregame skate. You can stand for 50 minutes or 30 minutes. You, the, uh, you can pick. And then from there, we'll go home, rest, usually uh, – just hang out, get some food, get some builds, then we'll get back at the rink around five. From there, we'll probably be in the gym, just rolling out, biking, doing whatever. If you need to talk to the media, anything like that, you can. And then just uh, doing everything you need to do, really. Everyone has a bit of a different pregame ritual. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, we'll get on 30 minutes before our game, then to get off, I flood it, then we're back on the ice. So it's pretty consistent every single weekend, pretty similar. So 
yeah, it's good to get into the habits and the groove of that. Yeah. What would you say is your pregame routine? Um, well, I had a lot of pasta. My billets love to give me the pasta. So before every game, if you, even if it's on the road, I grab a container of pasta before every game and then uh, get to the rink, tape your sticks. Mine, mine's honestly not too, not too crazy compared to some of the other guys on our team, but I would just do, I don't know, the basic, tape your stick, do all that stuff, get ready to go, get on the bike for 20 minutes, listen to maybe the same song once or twice, and then get on the ice. Would you say that the tape job uh, matters? Like, if you're in a cold streak, would you go from maybe the candy cane to just you know, maybe one line of tape? Um, I don't know if I'd make anything that big of a difference, but I definitely will switch my sticks or switch my laces or go white to black, black to white, depending on how the season's going, for sure. Yeah. Now, oh, sorry. No, no, that's, you're good, you're good. Okay. Uh, well, during the season, uh, I do understand that there are school day games and teddy bear toss games. Does that switch up your routine at all? Um, no. I mean, everyone wants to perform well in those big games with more fans and uh, stuff like that. It's always good to perform well and win that game, especially if it's a school day game or anything like that. It's a bigger, bigger atmosphere for sure. So, yeah, nothing, nothing changes too much at the end of the day. It's still a game worth the same thing, right? But, um, yeah, you try not to think about that stuff too much. Because, you know, there's obviously added pressure when there's more people watching or teddy bear toss games, all that stuff. But it's definitely fun to be a part of those games, too, because just a great atmosphere to play in. Have you been a part of uh, one of those two options this season? Yeah, for sure. I was on, we were playing the teddy bear toss game. I remember it. Uh, Gogolev scored a goal, I think, in the second period or so. I mean, we were playing, uh, I think it was Kitchener. And uh, that was a crazy, I'll always remember that game. I've never seen so many teddy bears in my life just hit the ice. Everyone was there. Everyone was holding their teddy bear. And no one scored in the first, so we were getting a little worried. <laughs> and I think Gogolev scored. I mean, I don't know what was going to happen if we didn't score. I feel like people would have been upset. But it was definitely good at the end of the day that Gogs put one in the net. So, yeah, that was definitely a fun thing to be a part of. And then I just remember all the teddy bears. You could barely skate with all the teddy bears on the ice. But, yeah, it was good. It's a good feel. It's a feel-good moment when you see, you know, 10,000 teddy bears just rain down after one single goal. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a pretty cool tradition and knowing the teddy bears are for charity and stuff. It's definitely good to do. I think, I think there should be at least one teddy bear game every season because it's definitely a fun, fun moment and just a cool tradition to have for sure for any hockey club. Was it weird at all for you? Because you mentioned that this was your first season. So was it, you know, odd at all for you to see, you know, 10,000 teddy bears just rain down in your first season? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. I remember it's my first year with Jaws, so stepping in even to the season opening game with all these people yelling and screaming during a game, it's definitely a good feeling. I mean, if you're having a cold streak, it can be a bad feeling knowing all the added pressure. But yeah, talking about the Teddy Bird game is definitely, definitely something I won't forget seeing all this happening and skating on the ice with all these fans throwing stuff. So it's, it was definitely cool and something I remember. Now, you mentioned that you are traveling from one rink to another pretty often, but how often is that? Like, would you say two, three days? Um, yeah, so if we go really far up north to um, North Bay, Owen Sound, so that'd be those, those places. We'll probably stay in a hotel, play two games or three games, or even Saginaw, we'll stay, play a weekend of away games. They set it up pretty nicely, so we can just make one trip and then play those teams, and then we'll head back. So, yeah, I mean, you travel probably a couple times a month. There's a couple of road trips. Some aren't too bad. And some you just go, then you'll get back home in Guelph probably like one, two, three in the morning. So it's not as bad. But uh, yeah, you definitely stay in a hotel. But that's always fun just to hang out with the guys and watch movies and do that stuff. It's definitely 
definitely not too stressful. So they do it, they do it well for us, yeah. You mentioned that you did play with the Burlington Cougars of the OJHL. You posted 27 points in 53 games. What did the Cougars offer you in terms of advice? Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's a good question. We, uh, we had a great team in Burlington. I really, really enjoyed that season. We had a great coaching staff, the guys, and uh, that's where I really learned. It was my first – I played a junior with Milton, but I think in Burlington I really uh, learned, learned how to adjust to a next level. And I had a lot more opportunity to kind of establish myself as a hockey player. So, yeah, they definitely gave me some strides to learn how to, you know, get to the next level. We'll work on my shower, work on all that stuff, things I needed to work on. And, yeah, it definitely worked out well. Then I would have definitely loved to play another season with them, but I was more than happy to sign with Guelph. And, uh, yeah, here I am. So it worked out well. You did, you did have Nico, Nico Dawes as your attendee, you know, between the pipes. Uh, he is expected to be drafted this year. Uh, he did play in the World Juniors. What are you able to say about his play? Yeah, well, yeah, Dawes, he's a great guy on and off the ice. Um, he really, really, really proved himself last season. I mean, he went from backing up, uh, being a backup goalie, then he just came in, shocked the world out of nowhere, was able to play on the – I think the all-star team he called up, he did a great job. Canada, really, really, his hard work really paid off because he does deserve it. He's always on the ice, always in the gym, extra hours doing his thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of respect over there for Dazi. Yeah, for sure. What would you say is your biggest takeaway from this season? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely have so much confidence going into the next season. Because this time last year, I wasn't sure what to expect. didn't know really what to do. And then this year I came in, met a lot of people, made a lot of new friends, uh, things like that. So I'm going to be more than excited to get back with the same billets. Don't have to worry about making anyone different. Um, I'm all happy about how it's all going to unfold. And I think it's going to be a great next season. Yeah. How odd was it playing your last game on March 8th against the Sarnia Sting? Um, yeah, well, it was definitely unexpected, right? Because we didn't know – anything there was teams uh actually going on bus bus rides and then getting called back because of the whole covid so it's just yeah. really unfortunate um it would have been cool to see what we could have done playoffs and uh yeah it's definitely a strange thing that happened and it's nothing else like it ever so yeah it's, it's obviously disappointing you feel bad for the overagers who aren't able to come back right now and they, they didn't know it was their last game so yeah it was definitely unfortunate how it all ended but it is what it is so how did you find out that the season was getting canceled? Um, I mean, everyone talks, right? The word uh, travels quickly. We were at the rink and we were just warming up for another day of practice and didn't think too much about it. And then coach called us in for a meeting and said, guys, we don't really know what's going to happen, but we might not be playing. So go home. And we'll let you know. So we went home and then 10 minutes later, we were called back to the rink. And then we came back and then he said, Go home now. The, the league's temp, temporary closed. But oh, my. We'll, yeah, we'll probably still do playoffs. We'll see. We didn't really know what was going to happen, but uh, we went back home. Uh, my, one of my really good buddies, Andre Bakanov, he's from Russia. So he came back home to Oakville with me. And then we were just waiting to see what was going to happen because he had to fly back to Russia if the league was really canceled. So oh, yeah. he spent two weeks with me in Oakville. And we were just waiting. We didn't know what was going to happen. And then we got the call. All the, all the imports went back home. So all the Russians went back. And then, yeah, it just 
it was just crazy how it all unfolded. But yeah. You mentioned that you do have imports. Did you ever help them uh, with their English? Because, you know, I, I do message them and, you know, they often decline because their English isn't their strong suit. So, uh, you know, reaching out to you, do you ever help them with their English? Um, yeah, well, I mean, everyone's learning. Uh, everyone has, honestly, on my team, really good English. Um, I know it's tough for some guys to make the adjustment. I know it'd be tough for me to go play in Russia. I would have no clue what was going on, right? But uh, no. Yeah. Like obviously, uh, uh, there's who's there? There's Gordo and yeah, there's uh, Dre, all like Andre, all those guys. They have great English. They they have no problem. Chek has uh, great English too. He's learning. He has. He's gonna have no problem. Yeah, all those guys go speaks great English. They they don't really have a struggle at all. I'm sure there's teams in the league that have some guys that are, I don't know, struggling but trying their best. But everyone's super nice about it, and everyone's helping each other out. So yeah, I'm sure it's good for them. Uh, do you get along with uh, the other OHL players from different teams? Yeah, for sure. I, I have some buddies um, on different teams. And, uh, yeah, everyone, everyone's super nice. You know, off the ice, it's a completely different atmosphere. We're all in the same boat at the end of the day. We're all just hockey players. So we're also people, right? We're also students. So it's good. Like, there's, you might think, oh, there's rivalries. You know, we're rivals with Kitchener, with London, and all these teams. And obviously on the ice, we're good at the end of the day. We want to win. But off the ice we are still friends we're all humans right so we're all good friends and it is what it is so yeah definitely everyone's friends with each other I mean there's definitely there's different teams like everyone in the summer is training with guys from different teams training with the same coaches from just so we're just all throwing the ice together at the end of the day and yeah there's good friends from all over the place you had eight points in 38 games with your first season in Guelph uh, was there someone on Guelph who mentored you um yeah, that's a good question. I think the coaching staff did a really good job of making everyone, you know, feel together. There was no kind of rookie vet situation. It was more we were all first-year players. We were coming in to do our thing, and it is what it is. And all the captains were super nice and super welcoming. And, uh, yeah, everyone fit in nicely. So, yeah, there was a couple couple people that really took me under their wing. I, I was super close with Andre Blackenoff, super close with Campbell. Luca Profaka is a great guy. Uh, Mikey Biaconi was traded from uh, Flint halfway through the season. He's a great guy. Martin Haas is a great guy. There's a lot of great guys in the team who I look up to, and they're my good buddies. So, yeah, every, everyone was super nice and there for each other always. So, yeah, that was good for sure. If, uh, you know, some of your successes against Kitchener, because you guys were lined up against them for uh, this season, for if the season were to continue. Yeah, um, no, Kitchener's a great team. They're uh, they're one of the best ranks to play in, in my opinion. I think they got a great fan base. Um, it would have been cool. It would have been cool to play them. I know there's some guys on the other team that really want to beat us, and then obviously at the end of the day, we really want to beat them too. So it definitely would have been a good matchup. They're a great team, and they have some great players, and they're highly skilled. So it would have been fun to definitely play them. I think it would have been a good season, a series to watch if we ended up playing them. It would have been interesting for sure to see how that would have unfolded. Any advice for aspiring hockey players? end of the day um if you love doing it you may as well do it right if you get a if you uh if you love the game and you want to play at the end of the day it doesn't matter where you're playing or how high of a level you're playing if you love the game just keep working hard right and then at the end of the day you will uh, enjoy it you'll make some friends I know if I never played hockey I wouldn't know any of my friends I know today so you're gonna meet a lot of people you might you might not play in the NHL but at the end of the day it's all about the, the progress right so I have a lot of great friends. I like my friends. I have a lot of great coaches and mentors in my life right now. 
And uh, whether you're playing the OHL or whether you're just playing in a house league just for fun, you get to have a good time either way. And it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely fun to set your mind to something. You learn a lot of life lessons and you definitely grow as a person often on the ice with hockey too. So it's a great sport. Just keep working hard and uh, anything can happen for sure. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Clark Hebert, the Gulf Storm defenseman, for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Clark. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for having me. You know, and, uh, keep working hard at your podcast. You're going to do a lot of great things for sure.